is Ethereum one of the worst things that's ever happened to crypto? The fact is that more people have lost money interacting with the Ethereum blockchain than in any other place in crypto. You're about to hear all the bad things about Ethereum, which is really important to consider if you're a crypto investor like me to look at the good, bad, and the ugly. You hear so much positive about how great Ethereum is all the time, but hardly anybody besides Bitcoin maximalists actually looks at all the things that are wrong with it. It's important to hear these ideas to help make better decisions about how to hold your portfolio. And that's why I'm sharing this with you today. So to start, we need to look at the fact that no place in crypto have people lost more money than on the Ethereum blockchain. People have lost money in so many different ways on the Ethereum blockchain. It'll take a minute to explain them all. And to summarize how bad this has been for crypto in general, there was a video that went viral on YouTube with millions of views talking about how crypto is the greatest scam in the world. And almost everything that video talked about happened on the Ethereum blockchain. People have lost money just buying Ethereum in the short term, at least, by buying at higher prices and then selling at lower prices. But that's actually a minority of the place people have lost money on the Ethereum blockchain. And to be fair, that's happened in almost every crypto. So for all intents and purposes, I'm not even talking about people buying Ethereum at the top of the bull market and then selling anytime afterwards. One of the main ways people have lost money on Ethereum is simply paying the outrageous gas fees. Ethereum introduced a fee-burning protocol where the majority of Ethereum fees are actually burned, which means the network is technically deflationary now because more fees are being burned than are being created, but that means users are paying way higher fees than are really necessary to support the network, and that means... All the users that are paying gas fees on Ethereum are essentially helping the insiders, the whales, the uh, venture capitalists, and uh, the entities that are staking get rich by paying way higher fees than necessary. I personally have made money in crypto every single year except for the very first year I was in, in 2014. And guess where? One of the biggest places I've lost money in crypto in the last two years. Ethereum gas fees. I played an NFT game called Gods Unchained where I ended up spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars just moving Ethereum and Gods Unchained tokens over to Immutable X's Layer 2. All these Layer 2s and have made it even easier to lose money on gas fees because you often have to pay a big gas fee just to bridge your Ethereum or your coin onto the Layer 2 before you can even use it and then the same exiting it. These fees often catch users by surprise too. When you're new to crypto, you don't even realize, why do I have to pay this $20 fee? So Ethereum gas fees have cost users hundreds of millions of dollars in Ethereum loss that they'll never get back that was totally unnecessary for them to pay that much to keep the network running. Now, one of the very biggest, so that's how most, one of the most common ways people have lost money on Ethereum. And other networks like Solana, Internet Computer, and many of the newer networks have very cheap gas fees that make it easily affordable to transact huge amounts of money to execute all kinds of transactions like gaming and NFTs for fractions of a penny. Meanwhile, Ethereum is continuing to stick users with 
5 to $20 fees even on slow days. Now, the main way people have lost money in Ethereum is on ERC-20 tokens. ERC-20 tokens, absolute scams and Ponzi schemes like Hex, which hyped themselves up, talked about how they're going to outperform Bitcoin and Ethereum, and all the people who got suckered into buying these at anywhere from 10 to 50 and 100 times higher than they are today have gotten wrecked. People have lost billions of dollars on the Ethereum blockchain to one scam ERC-20 token after another. Buying things like Hex at 50 cents and now it's at under a cent. Unfortunately, that's normal for ERC-20 tokens. Almost no ERC-20 tokens hold their value over time. They're lucky to have one single cycle where they pump. And uh, for all these users who've got ripped off billions of dollars, there's almost nobody accountable. There's almost nobody you can even look at and try and hold responsible for all these people who've lost their life savings on the Ethereum blockchain. Now, of course, you could argue, well, Jerry, it's a free market. People should be able to do whatever they want to. Yes, and that's exactly what's happened. And it's resulted in uh, uh, the masses getting wrecked on their life savings while a small amount of people have gotten rich off of getting all these scam tokens out there. And this makes all of crypto generally look bad. Same thing with NFTs. People lost huge amounts of monies in Ethereum NFTs because in addition to the gas fees, then these non-fungible tokens themselves, idiot things like these various clubs with worthless JPEGs that then have to launch their own junk coin just to try and get people to buy them have been nothing for the most part except money laundering schemes and ways to trick people who uh, made life-changing and money in crypto out of that money and out of their life savings. I've been disgusted from the very start and have never bought any of these stupid NFTs because I could see these are purely money grabs offering no real value and people have lost hundreds of millions of dollars if not billions of dollars in all these dumb NFT collections. And I've sat back and I've told people not to buy them. I said you're going to get wrecked. And then people buy the NFTs. They buy the worthless tokens with it and they get wrecked. And then they say that the world is a nasty place. I'm like, well, the Ethereum blockchain is a very nasty place. And then what happens? People like the guy who made that crypto the greatest scam in the world video, he looks at what's happening on the Ethereum blockchain mostly. It certainly goes on on other blockchains like BNB. People have got even wrecked even worse on Binance Smart Chain than they've gotten wrecked on Ethereum, but not as many people have put as much money into Binance Smart Chain and use Binance Smart Chain as much. Ethereum's the main one people have used and therefore the main one people have got wrecked on. But the, all the things that have happened on the Ethereum blockchain, then people just lump all that into crypto. You have late night talk show hosts looking at all these sketchy, nasty things going on on Ethereum mostly, and then they say all the crypto sucks. And then they throw Bitcoin in with Ethereum. And while you've got Bitcoin ordinals and a small amount of people relatively have lost money messing around with Bitcoin ordinals and the Bitcoin BRC20s or whatever, 
the, uh, most people who've bought Bitcoin are actually in profits, except for a relatively small amount of people who bought at the cycle high and chose to sell and lose money. Most people that have bought their Bitcoin over any significant length of time are doing very well. And what we really need on this world is the equivalent to digital gold. We need something that people can store value in because our governments are proven they're not trustworthy when it comes to creating money. Our political parties have locked our governments in positions where people are absolutely resistant to raising taxes and taxation is absolutely theft. And people are resistant also to uh, doing a cutting spending. And if you are going to be sustainable as an individual, a company, or a government, there's two basic ways that you can be responsible, and that is to cut your spending and to increase income. So governments around the world are in a position where they generally can't cut spending because the Democrats and the left are absolutely, no, we can't cut any of these programs. And then the right says we can't raise taxes and therefore the only out for most governments is to just endlessly create more money, which devalues the money you have, which means when you're going to work and trading your hard-earned time your and energy for money, the money you get almost as soon as you get it is worth less when you go to spend it. Right now, we've had like 80% of US dollars in circulation have been created in the last few years. That's why countries are looking to exit the US dollar. But to be fair, that's because they don't control it. The US dollar up until recently has been one of the more responsible currencies in the world. And almost all government currencies are irresponsible. Some countries like Argentina, the value of their currency at the end of the year is half of what it was at the beginning of the year. And that happens every year. What people really need in the world is a place to store value, something that is scarce, something that has very fixed inflation rules, something that doesn't lose value over time. And Bitcoin was the first to offer that. It is still the leader and still the leading candidate for a global reserve currency. And the Ethereum blockchain has done more to destroy Bitcoin and to take away from uh, using Bitcoin as a store of value than any other crypto. In fact, if I wanted, if I was in a position where I wanted to destroy Bitcoin, Ethereum would be the best weapon because so many people in crypto today aren't even holding any Bitcoin. They're holding, many of you tell me you're holding Ethereum, you're holding, and holding Ethereum to me is much better than holding almost any other altcoin. And so many of you are holding all these crappy tokens on Ethereum. A guy in, the, in my Discord server asked recently, do you think I should dump this big amount of this stupid coin I'm holding and get some Bitcoin? Yes, that would be a great idea because almost anything besides Bitcoin goes to zero or drops by at least 50% on average every four years. Bitcoin has beaten almost every other crypto in returns and what's amazing is that it's done so while so many people are interacting with the Ethereum blockchain. And now Ethereum has positioned itself where it is trying to be the global reserve currency instead of Bitcoin. But Ethereum has some serious problems if you're considering it as a global reserve currency. On Bitcoin, 
no one single wallet has more than 2% of the total supply. On Ethereum, one single wallet, one single address has 20 plus percent of the supply in one single address. On Bitcoin, the top 100 holders barely have like 2 or 3% of the whole supply. On Ethereum, the top 100 holders are getting up towards 30 or 40% of the entire supply. Some of the Ethereum charts actually intentionally exclude these addresses to make Ethereum look more decentralized. But Ethereum has recently done some upgrades that have absolutely, in my opinion, destroyed its value as a global reserve currency. While Bitcoin is proof of work, which means anyone can plug in a machine anywhere in the world, connect to the network, and try and get a block and get part of the mining reward for themselves, run their own node, make their own decisions about how the Bitcoin network should proceed, which makes the Bitcoin network very resistant to uh, arbitrary changes to one person or a centralized entity having control over it. Ethereum changed to proof of stake. And uh, this was obviously heavily manipulated in the press, talking about Bitcoin's energy usage, which is a fraudulent narrative because obviously we collectively don't care hardly at all about energy usage if we cared collectively about energy usage we'd stop using dryers to dry our clothes dryers use as much energy as bitcoin mining does and while bitcoin mining offers another form of money that is not centrally controlled by governments and therefore very valuable to earth Drying your clothes in a dryer does nothing to make humanity better. You could hang your clothes out to dry, and yet nobody that you would see in the crypto media or in media generally is encouraging people to stop using dryers. That's because there is no real care about energy usage. It's all manipulated narratives. And the Bitcoin energy and mining was a manipulated narrative to get people to go along with Ethereum's proof-of-stake change, which was one of the most destructive things that's ever happened to the Ethereum network. Why? Because the Ethereum network was pretty decentralized before the proof-of-stake change. Anyone, and lots of people were, plugging in machines and mining Ethereum. And yes, it was much more inflationary. But that came in favor of having a network that was much, much more decentralized, not compared to Bitcoin, but still compared to every other altcoin. With Ethereum switch to proof of stake, now you have one single address that has $50 billion of Ethereum under control. You have one single entity, Lido Finance, that controls pro close to, getting close to $100 billion worth of Ethereum and its tokens. The, you've created this giant entity, which now can dictate terms to the rest of the Ethereum network. Switching to proof of stake has also led to uh, essentially regular people or anyone that, that can't afford to stake 32 Ethereum being completely cut out of the process. It's also led to almost all the miners running the same kinds of nodes and therefore running, send, being able and actively censoring all kinds of different transactions on the Ethereum network. If you're a Russian billionaire, and you're looking to get a currency that you could actually use worldwide, 
you certainly wouldn't want to accumulate Ethereum because your transactions could easily be censored on Ethereum. Things like censoring transactions by country are easily possible, if not already happening on the Ethereum network. Censoring things by certain protocols or addresses is already very much happening on the Ethereum network where if you have uh, some, some Ethereum, when you try and transact with it on the Ethereum network, your transactions will simply be ignored which completely ruins the value of the Ethereum network in terms of being a true currency that's accessible by the people. Switching Ethereum to proof of stake is so untrustworthy that even Vitalik Buterin does not stake his own Ethereum. This is one of the guys who founded Ethereum. He does not trust the staking on Ethereum because your Ethereum can be slashed. This has set Ethereum up to be a place where those in power can determine and tell everyone else what to do. Very small entities in terms of people that control large amounts of Ethereum can now dictate terms to the rest of the network. Whereas on Bitcoin, you have these massive miners and even if several miners get together, they may not be able to even make a small change on the Bitcoin network because they have to convince so many other people to go along with them. You saw this back when Bitcoin Cash tried to fork and get people to convert and uh, that didn't go over very well. Even though there were a lot of big centralized entities like Coinbase that were hyping Bitcoin Cash up and getting people to switch to it, the majority of the Bitcoin community, many smaller miners and individuals did not go along with the changes which stopped a relatively well-financed and big centralized group of powerful people and miners from making a change to the Bitcoin network that arguably wasn't even that bad to begin with. On Ethereum, the network is now in very much a police state in many ways, where you've got Vitalik doesn't even trust it to stake his Ethereum. Why? Because if Vitalik were to stake his Ethereum and he did not go along with his node, with exactly with what he was told to do by the other nodes, or in some of the ways they're setting this up, this could even happen even accidentally, then Vitalik would be looking at getting his Ethereum slashed. So Ethereum nodes, when you're staking, if they don't behave in the way that whoever's controlling the network decides they should behave, your node can be slashed and you can lose your 32 Ethereum. This has set Ethereum up, in my opinion, to be the absolute worst thing that's ever happened to crypto. It's out there looking really attractive to investors on the surface, even me. I was talking earlier about this year, how about how Bitcoin versus Ethereum, Ethereum looked much more attractive as an investment. Ethereum actually has more holders than Bitcoin, almost double the amount of holders compared to Bitcoin because there's so many, so many things you can do on the Ethereum network. You can build games, but building games is very expensive on the Ethereum network. And almost all the games that are built on the network have purely failed. And uh, everybody who's invested and participated in their, those games almost, almost everybody has lost money. Ethereum is home to more startups that have failed than almost any other place on earth. And uh, I am I was one of the very first people buying Ethereum back when it was like $9. And I am very sad to see what has happened to the Ethereum network. While it has grown fantastically, it has been used in a way to extract value from the masses of, of humanity. It's been used in a way that's selfish, that a small groups of people have made huge profits off of and the masses as with so many things have been ripped off and perhaps the worst thing is ethereum has taken away a ton of value from bitcoin 
because what we really need is a crypto that we can have an agreement, a consensus on, because the, that many of us worldwide can use that crypto instead of using money issued by a government. We need a crypto that we've got a clear consensus on that many, many, many of us agree that we're going to all use this and move to this currency instead of our government's crap coin. And Ethereum has taken a ton of value away from Bitcoin in so many different ways. Bitcoin, one reason Bitcoin's value has been greatly limited is with the introduction of stable coins on Ethereum. There are billions and billions of dollars of US dollar pegged quote stable coins on ethereum that now people instead of parking their money in bitcoin instead of trading against bitcoin or even instead of trading against ethereum where most cryptos you used to trade them just it was bitcoin and then you'd trade against the altcoin for example when i was first in crypto if you wanted to buy an altcoin almost the only way to buy an altcoin was to first buy bitcoin and then you trade your bitcoin for that altcoin in a bitcoin price now, the vast majority of crypto trading is using these stable coins like USDT, USDC, where people buy the stable coin first and then trade it directly against an altcoin. And this has extracted a huge amount of value from Bitcoin. And it's brought so many people around the world into out of crypto. Because when you used to hold Bitcoin, if you just sat on it, the price would consistently over time go up. Now, people have been tricked into holding these things like USDT, which are not even issued by a government, but they're issued by a corporation. And in the case of USDT, they issue it at a profit and then they're buying Bitcoin with their profits. So the masses have been tricked into holding money into stable coins like BUSD, Sometimes the stable coins even depeg, but they're constantly losing value to inflation as the dollar keeps getting printed at record levels while the Fed makes ridiculous claims that they're reducing inflation, meanwhile slipping banks in billions of dollars through the back door as the system is set up to crush the small and centralize power and let the money go through the central, the new money being printed go through the centralized entities so they can control everything. The price of Bitcoin would easily be in the hundreds of thousands today if it weren't for Ethereum. And so many more people would have actually grown their wealth worldwide if it weren't for Ethereum. Now, yes, innovation is inevitable, and it is up to each of us to decide what we do with the choices we are presented with in life. It is, at least in many ways, a free world, and people are free to interact and use the Ethereum blockchain. And uh, today, that's why I'm free to make this video. And this is why I've sold all my Ethereum for Bitcoin. I'd much rather... Now, I'm not a Bitcoin maxi. You don't usually hear this point of view from people who aren't Bitcoin maxis. I, uh, if we're going to have a big consumer chain, Solana to me is a much more appropriate mass adoption crypto. It has anyone can easily stake their Solana. The fees are almost nothing. The transactions are almost instant. In almost every way you could possibly want, Solana works way better than Ethereum. And for me, I if I want low risk, I would rather hold Bitcoin. Because Ethereum, because of all the things I've just listed, is has so many more risks than Bitcoin. And the nice thing is, most investors that are coming into crypto 
at least more mainstream ones not the dgens and early adopters many of us that come into crypto are not your average person we're early adopters we generally get into things before other people do when the masses come into crypto they're generally going to look for low risk and bitcoin is the only crypto that can be classified in my opinion as low risk so many people who come into crypto are going to go and are going straight into bitcoin as the masses and the big money and the etfs and you know things like blackrock they're looking heavily at getting into bitcoin and uh, that's why i would rather hold i've got over half my portfolio on bitcoin and then i would much rather hold things like solana and internet computer that to me offer way more value and potential mass adoption to the world than ethereum i think if we're going to see something big fail at scale in crypto it's likely to be ethereum there's so many things built on ethereum there's so many ways it could go wrong there's so many sketchy things happening with in the background of ethereum with how the what they're trying to do with nodes we easily could see some kind of mass slashing event where a bunch of nodes get slashed as they try and implement some new protocol or as one group of holders goes to war with another group of holders we have already seen so many people get ripped off on ethereum in so many different ways to me it's time to ditch ethereum it's time to put into bitcoin as a global reserve currency and for consumer chains build on something better build on something like solana internet computer or the other some of these other altcoins that are very fast and where users aren't going to get stuck with gas fees that are high all the time and where users don't have to get into layer twos just to transact with something and where we can actually do things on chain ethereum technologically is out of date you can't even do hardly anything on chain on ethereum you got things like internet computer where you could train ai on chain you could do your entire game completely on chain from the website to the nfts to everything that goes on in the game can all be programmed directly on chain solana's cheap enough to run all kinds of different things directly on chain and to track all these transactions there's so many things you can do on the ethereum killers and competitors that you can't even do on ethereum so to me ethereum's one of the worst things that's happened in crypto and i hope it dies if <laughs> i hope it gives way to things that are better and faster and that we can just consolidate our global reserve currency into bitcoin and then we can interact with other networks like solana and internet computer that are more appropriate so if you've enjoyed this video i have one call to action for you go to jerrybanfield.com that's where that's my website i have control over that forever i've got links to everything else and if i could recommend one action you could take today most people in crypto don't have a mentor most people are just doing this by themselves they don't have a mentor they don't have a, a real community where people have a vested common interest more than just a certain altcoin on a chart Go to jerrybanfield.com, schedule a call with me, talk with me, share with me what you're doing and what you're thinking in crypto, and then you'll get lifetime access to my Discord mentoring and coaching community where you'll find many people who've had calls with me already that are investing in crypto, making money online, designing their own lifestyles. We'll all be there to help you, and you can indefinitely ask me questions, ask all of us questions there, direct message me, and I can really get to know you. I get a lot of motivation for the videos I do from doing calls with people. And uh, that's why I make videos that I love watching my own videos back. 
and I have ideas that you don't hear out there all the time because I'm one of the only people that does what I do in crypto that has a significant audience who actually is easily available where you can just drop a few hundred bucks, talk to me on Zoom, tell me what you're doing, and then you'd be amazed at how much I can help. So thank you very much for watching this or for reading it if, if you read it somewhere, and uh, I'll hope to see you again soon, especially on jerrybanfield.com in a one-on-one -on -one call.